Does your brand or business want to reach thousands of mums in Australia or around the world? Well, the best way to let them know about what you have to offer is to jump into their ears right here with us on the podcast. That's right. We are an independent mum-run podcast. And if you think your brand would enrich the lives of our DLs, or you just want your business shouted from the rooftop, slide on into our inbox and let's talk about how you can partner with us to get your brand out there. Yes, come and join the potty fam. Email partnerships at we don't have time for this.com to talk turkey. <laughs> can I do a Botox update? You look so good. I'm feeling snatched. You look snatched. So you look slept. Revs, I have to say, I get the hype now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. on board. Yep. I'm on the train. Yep. The first time we did Botox, I had a tiny amount, which is what I wanted. You had baby Botox. Yes. Mm -hmm. I had to be slowly introduced to it. And I remember you texting me being like, dude, mine has kicked in. Has yours? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, kind of, I think so. I got nervous that you were one of the 2% that it didn't work on. Well, that would happen to me. It would happen to you. Because I'm the 5% who Mm -hmm. can't get their fucking teeth whitened. But this time around, so for context, DLs, I asked Lynn to do a little bit more. So... Basically, I have a couple of fine lines on my forehead that I've never been a fan of. And the first time I went to see Lynn, she said, I'm not going to do your forehead because there's a risk that it can make your forehead droop and your eyebrows drop. Now, I've already got hooded eyes and I don't need them to be more hooded. So I passed on that. This time around, I was like, oh, those lines are really bothering me. And I've seen the success on Revs's frown line or yeah, whatever you gone. Call it. Yeah, it's completely... Straight up yeah, gone. Straight up gone skis. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm willing to take the risk. And Lynn, being the amazing sculptor, like it is... It's an art. It's an art form, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? She's a fucking motherfucking sorcerer. Yeah, Bonus she's points an artist. if you get that reference. <laughs> and she said, okay, I reckon I could craft this to ensure that there's no droop. Not only did she ensure that I didn't have any droop, but she actually gave me a lift. Yeah, around your eyebrows. Around my eyebrows, right? It's amazing. Right? Yeah, you look like you've had four weeks of uninterrupted sleep. Well, I know I've been on holiday recently, but this is no. next level. No, I, no, no, no. This is chemical. This is definitely <laughs> chemical. I cannot give Bali credit on this one, but I did text Revs in Bali because what I've learned is that Botox takes two weeks to kick in. Mm-hmm. Although I, we got Dysport, which is oh the... Oh, yeah, sorry. I should stop calling it Botox. It's fine. I think it's like saying, pass me a Kleenex. doesn't yeah. have to be the brand Kleenex. Yeah. I don't know. It's very American. But um, we got Dysport, which kicks in quicker, okay. lasts longer. So I find when I get it now, it's like three days and I'm like, oh, I'm looking better already. And then the two weeks is the peak. Okay. Yeah. So I think I messaged you around day 10 mm-hmm. post Botox. Mm-hmm. You were just frothing. And I'm, yeah, I said, uh, I am here for this. Like, I get it now. Yeah. I understand the tightness around yeah. the forehead, the helmet yeah. forehead that you talk about. Post-it face. Post-it face. I don't mind it. I'm okay with it yeah. because I look in the mirror and I'm like, girl, Damn. you look and fresh. It's funny, like people will say, you look good, but no one's actually can see that you've like had injectables ever but it's when you look at yourself in the mirror you don't and wanna, don't have self-loathing and you don't want to crawl back under the dunas yeah. like you're kind of like i'm good i can face the world like this yeah. it's great armor it's the well-slept look yeah it's not a done look no and you don't look particularly younger although you look fresher mm-hmm. but you look like you've slept and yes. we all know you haven't definitely have not yeah. yeah i haven't slept in a year and i'm like fresh as good with it yeah yeah so anyway just want to give another shout out to lynn from natural 365 natural 365 Five in D Wizzle. <laughs> Go see her. She's a fucking legend. I've arrived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobo, it's my jam. Yeah. It's my future. You look beautiful. You do too, babe. You look at us loving on each other. 
Should we get into the episode? Yes. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with your co-host... Ramsey! Ramsey! It's my birthday week. It is your birthday week. Are we allowed to have a birthday week? Not really. I hate when people say, it's my birthday month. It's like, shut the fuck up. You get a day. You get one day. Unless you're a child. Unless you're a child. Fucking birthday week. No, even the children. One day. One. Anyway, (laughs) um, well, happy birthday week to our DLs. It's Tuesday. Day and Rebs' birthday's on Friday. Yep. I, if you follow me on the gram, you will see there's no hiding it. I'm currently in Noosa. Okay? Full disclosure. Full disclosure. <laughs> we recorded this episode last Thursday. <gasps> Hashtag, is it still relevant? I don't know. <laughs> this is how podcasting works, guys. You don't get up at 5 a.m. to live record. We record a few days ahead. It's anyway, not radio. Okay. <laughs> and this ain't our first radio. Gems in Noosa. How is it there? <laughs> <laughs> well, future me is loving it for all the sex I'm having. Oh my god! Yes. I love this. So DLs, Hubs and I, first holiday without children in five years. Oh my god! So Rafa's just over four years old. Actually, that's not true because we did have a baby moon. Yep. Just the two of us before she was born. So I lie. I take it back. So in four years, we uh, have not had a trip. Just the two of us, and this is it. And do you know what is even better? What? is my period came early. Great. Get it done. It's what I needed because it was meant to come right before our holiday. And uh, I was like, fuck, my period's annoying. It lasts six days. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. last three. Yeah. Like those mythical people who... It has a three-day well, period. Some people say it's like, yeah, it's like heavy on the first day. And then by day three, it's petering off to nothingness. And I'm like, fuck you. Mine's oh. like six days yeah, of hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came early. Great. I know. So I'm going to be done. Oh. On the day we leave. Oh, my God. Very excited. That's wonderful news. Obvi will be packing the sex candle. Obvi. Yeah. Obvi. So with Hubs and I going away to Noosa, I know it seems aggressive because we just got back from Bali. Yeah, but he's on a... Explain why. Yeah, so it's called gardening leave. I've mentioned this to a few people in passing. People are like, gardening leave? What? Is he gardening? What? It's a corporate term, I've learned, that means... When you work for a company and you move to a competitor, the company you were originally with pays you gardening leave, which means they pay you for a certain amount of time to not start your new job so that you don't take the latest trade secrets. It basically takes you out of the industry for a couple of months so that you don't have all the intel. Yes. Very James Bond. Very (laughs) espionage. Well, I'd say it's such a rare, precious moment in time because... Hubs and I have a friend who a few years ago got made redundant, sadly, but he got a six-month payout of his contract. Uh, Amazing. Amazing, right? So he had six months to find a new job. So what did he and his family do? They went to Bali. I got this inspiration from them. They like had this amazing trip in Bali because he's still getting a wage. And I just thought, oh, how cool would that be? Fast forward a few years, Hubs is offered a similar opportunity where he gets three months paid gardening leave and we are milking it yeah do it we've been to bali yeah we're going to Noosa. make hay yeah we are i mean there's no restrictions you can actually do it. i mean like oh god it's like you've got to do it do we it right now absolutely yeah. and who knows if we will ever have this three-month window where hubs is getting essentially no. a wage Ascent- and no way working. no yeah. way you will so yeah we are unapologetically milking Good. it 
We are getting closer to him starting the new job. Yes. And I've done a bit of a reframe, Revs. Love a mental reframe. Yes. What have you reframed? So you know how I've been very doomy and gloomy about Hubs' new job? Doomy and gloomy I would call an understatement. Yeah. You've been shitting yourself. I have. I've been riddled with anxiety about it because... This new job is going to demand a lot more from Mm -hmm. him, which is why we've been pulling the thread on searching for a nanny, Mm -hmm. trying to get that sorted to give me additional support. But basically, he's not going to be helpful the way that he has been the last few years. And I'm stressed about it. I think that's normal and fair. And most women would feel the same. Any change in the setup of your family is very stressful. And you know I run a tight ship. Yep. So I'm like, oh, fuck. The boat's about to get rocked big time. Boat's capsized. (laughs) It is. It's going to capsize. (laughs) Oh, geez. But here's my reframe. So when Hubs did his trip to the US for two weeks, in a post-COVID world, we haven't travelled or, you know, he lives in my house, so I haven't spent much time. He lives in my house. (laughs) What a Freudian slip. Total Freudian slip. (laughs) He lives in the spare room of my house. (laughs) What patriarchal world? Oh, not in this household. This this is a matriarchy, baby. (laughs) Uh, Absolute woman king runs this house. (laughs) Love you, hubsy boo. Um, But when he went to the US... I really missed him. Yes, I know. I know it sounds silly, but... It doesn't sound silly. It's lovely. No, you but want to I, miss them. I guess it's fitting, but in COVID, you either miss people who you haven't seen for fucking years, mm. but the people who you live with, mm. you spent... Like, I wish I could miss you. Correct. Mm. And with Hubs' new job comes a lot of travel, mm. and that was causing me stress. But what I realise is it's actually healthier yes. for our marriage, our relationship to actually spend some time away yes. in order to miss each other. Yes. And that translates to the bedroom. Yes. So rather than like living together like flatmates, going through the monotonous grind of life and every week's the same, which is what COVID kind yep. of felt like, right? Yep. Like every month rolled on into the next and it was like COVID nothing. COVID slash your late 30s slash young kids. Young kids. Yeah. Totally. You're spot on, Rebsy. And when he flew back from the US, I like picked him up from the airport with the kids and surprised him and all those little elements and ingredients that are what makes him feel special. But then me actually excited to see him because a lot of that excitement and spontaneity in a marriage goes when you've got young kids and then add COVID in and you're doomed. Yeah. And I thought, hang on, instead of seeing his upcoming work travel as doom and gloom, I'm going to reframe it and be like, oh, no, this is great because when he gets home, when he comes back to us, I'm going to miss him and be excited to see him and he's going to have stories. Yeah, and you're going to have stories. And I'm going to have stories. Yeah. Yes, because that's the other thing. Sometimes when you spend a lot of time with your partner and then you go on holiday together, like we're going to Noosa or we'll be in Noosa when this app drops, I find myself sometimes sitting at a meal with him and it's like, what do we talk about? Yeah. Because we're up to date. Yeah, you're all caught up. And then we both go to the pool. He reads a book. I listen to a podcast next yeah. to each other. There's no updating each other yeah. unless someone listened to an interesting podcast ever yeah. and had something. So that's what I'm actually looking forward to mm. is the missing. And it's so funny, I think, as humans, because we're very contradictory in that we all crave dependency and autonomy. At the same time. And we also crave knowing what's going to come next, security and spontaneity. I know. Yeah. We're fucked up. And good relationships have a healthy dose of both. Yes. And I actually think his new job's going to be a good thing. Yes. Because I think it's going to bring a bit more Oh my God, I love this so much. I'm really pumped for it. Yeah, this is good. This is really good. And I think it's really going to help our sex life. Yeah, of course it will. Because when he went away to the US, I like missed him and I was like pouncing on him when he was back. Yes. And then we went to Bali and, you know, like I just... You know, it's not 
not sexy wearing fucking loungewear for two years in the same room. Totally. You know, slurping on black coffee. Not hot. It's not what hot. What is hot? Oh, you're going off in a nice suit and you got aftershave. Yeah, smell a bit good. Look yeah. at those nice shoes. Yeah. You go do business. Yeah, exactly. You go do business. <laughs> uh, we, we went to Ringa Mall the other day to buy him some new work clothes. Fun. He was suiting up and I don't know. I just saw yeah. him in a different light. I love this for you guys. Yeah, this is good. I'm excited. This is good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So this kind of leads into my what I don't have time for. Okay. You know what I don't have time what for? What don't you have time for? I don't have time for shame around sex toys. Oh, I know. okay. I know. We're going into the sex okay. chat, Revs. Yeah. I'm ready for it. You ready for it? I'm ready. Well, so- born ready, babe. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I had some interesting conversations about sex toys being readily available in your cotton-ons and I didn't realise that in Coles... They launched on Mother's Day a self-care package for mm-hmm. your mum. Yeah. And it included a sex toy. Yeah. A vibrator. Yeah. Did you know that that many people complained about it as being inappropriate, that Coles have now pulled their vibrators yeah. from the shelves? Shame, Coles. Shame. It's such a shame. We love you, Coles. You do great chicken. <laughs> leave the vibrators alone there has been lube on the shelf in Coles since the dawn of Coles time dawn of time and like I'm talking bright purple staring you in the face lube you know aggressive lube aggressive lube that is not for you know I don't know fixing your car we all know lightning sex (laughs) dude seriously have you had sex with lube it's too much for me it's lightning sex (laughs) I've like lost all the friction it's slippery and slimy and it's too fast the best lube is are we really getting into this I love it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, LBDO, libido, I guess. Oh, it yeah. 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 This this cool new, very sex positive, very women first pleasure brand yep. on Instagram. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, Their great. lube is like ridiculous. What makes it good? It's organic and body safe and you can go anywhere and do anything and it's just really slippery. <laughs> See, honestly, it's good. It's good. So just it, trust me. Is it like slime? It's not like Durex from Coles, you know, like like, yeah, like I'll admit that's the only one I've tried. <laughs> no, 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 and no, get like, yourself a good organic one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Anyway, people complained that there were vibrators in Coles. Yes. You don't want a vibrator from Coles, don't buy it. But don't take it away from people who do want to get it. But I guess it sparks an interesting conversation yeah. about is it appropriate to yeah. have sex toys in your local supermarket? And what age? Because this is another thing I didn't know, that they treat sex toys in Coles. Yeah. They did. In the same way that they treat someone under 18 for alcohol, which yeah. is to ID check them. Okay. So you had to show your ID to get Yeah, them. which okay. is an interesting one because I'm all for it. Yeah. But if I was 15 yeah. and I wanted to self-explore, yeah. self-express, yeah. and I wanted to buy a vibrator, yeah. I would hate that they were age checking me. I don't know why. Right. It's like buying tampons back in the day. I was always like, I don't have my period right now. It's coming. I'm just prepping for the winter. Oh, you know God. What? Dude, there's so much shame yeah. about all of this stuff. Right. Okay. So talk to me about that because I, I will say I feel like I'm, I've left that shame yeah. in the far past. Yes. And I'm in a very sex positive place. Yeah. And I also feel like I'm in a bubble on my socials, like as in who I follow. Yes. So I feel like the people I follow and the the zeitgeist that I'm absorbing is very sex positive, very all good with it. So I'm the same as you. But with all of that in my zeitgeist yeah. that I'm consuming and digesting every day, there is a degree of fake it till you make it. Like okay. I'm trying to create an online world where everything is normalized. Yeah. So the more I see it in my feed being normalized by influencers who are body positive and sex positive, I'm just 
hoping that it through osmosis yeah. absorbs into my psyche and it's working yeah but I carry a lot of, I have to bring it back to this, it's Catholic guilt shame. Yeah, There's yeah. no other- Childhood I, stuff. Everything the nuns taught me wow. in my school okay. growing up as a child. Right. It infiltrates yeah. and it takes hold. Yeah. And it's really hard to detangle the hard wiring of my brain. And I think that me talking about sex so openly on a podcast is almost my way of rebelling. Sure. And yeah. owning it. Yeah. But deep down, I struggle. Right. So what feelings come to you when we get into this topic? Oh, like, it's embarrassing, but I'm like, oh, that's a bit taboo. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's a bit, oh, that's a bit naughty. Yeah, like, oh, right. sex toys. That's not... Well, put it this way, Rebs. Like, you had a situation with your dad where he, <laughs> when you moved into your apartment and he opened your top drawer yeah. in your company. Yeah. There was no hiding Standing it. Standing right next to him. Standing right next to him. Yeah. And hello, dildos. Not dildos. Vibrators. <laughs> All right. I don't ever think I've got like a like a, a dildo closet where I'm like, hmm, who will I play with tonight? Okay, back to my naivety. What's the difference between a dildo's like a like from a nineties teen movie, like a rubber wobbly dick. Okay. Like a phallus. Okay, so that's a dildo. I didn't realize a I thought dildo and vibrators no, were. No, a vibrator is for women. They're made for women and they might have a phallic shape. Yeah. But it's all about your pleasure. So okay. they, they're sort of shaped to work with your body and they vibrate to stimulate you. You wouldn't use it on a man. I mean, maybe you would. I don't know how people do in their partnerships, but um, they're made for women. Okay. Yeah. They have a bit of a dick shape. Let's be real. They do. One of them is purple. <laughs> it's got an eggplant emoji vibe. <laughs> that was the one my dad saw. <laughs> it and was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. But also then I had to go, hey, I've got two kids. The jig is up. He knows I've had sex. I'm a single woman. But I wonder... He's literally moving me into my single life apartment. Okay, here's a question then. Do you think there's a difference between your dad knowing you have sex to make children versus you self-pleasuring? I don't because like to think about it okay. too much. I know, which is, but this is what I mean. This is what I'm talking about. It was like, worse for him than it was for me. For sure it would have yeah. been worse for him. Yeah. But I'm just interested because... I have real guilt about self-pleasure, not right. so much the sex. Okay. Because, oh, Anna, right. Because yes, you're be- married and like you've done all the right things And there. I have kids. So you're allowed to have sex. Well, <laughs> allowed is a strong word, but I guess uh, it's what's known, it's what's expected. Yeah. Like yeah. even with all the Catholic guilt shame that yeah. I carry, yes, there was a lot of sex after marriage, not sex before marriage and all that stuff, but at least sex was on the agenda. Right. Self-pleasure wasn't even a topic. So when you started masturbating, yeah. how old were you? Well, I actually know the answer. I tried to be journalistic there. <laughs> I, know, I actually know about this, DLs, but tell the DLs. Well, you know, okay, I do need to break this down because there's early masturbation exploration. Yeah, where you don't really know what you're doing. Where you don't really know what you're doing. Yeah. That was young. Yeah. And then there was successful climaxing oh, masturbation. right. Okay. And that was at age 24. Yeah, wow. Which is exceptionally late. Yeah, it really is. What about you? Oh, yeah, same. Like the fumbling around, like, what's this for? What's going on here? At what age? Young. Like 11? Okay. 10, 11? But, but, but no, it's so like funny. weird to ask 11-year-old Revs, but yeah. did you climax or was it more? Mm, I don't remember. I remember like wanting to get to it. Do you know what I mean? Like I was like, oh, it's that time of the day where we, I can go to bed. And, yeah, like right. I, I remember looking forward to like 
having some you time. Yeah. yeah. And it was the first time I really wanted privacy in my life. Oh, that's I mean? interesting. But you know, it's funny. I had guilt too because, and I was not raised Catholic at all, really any religion, although kind of, we had, I was in scripture at school and stuff, yeah. but like, and there was conservative elements around me, not particularly my parents. And they weren't like hippies or anything, but they just weren't particularly conservative. Yeah. And I remember I'd like sort of started this and then I, it started to consume me a little bit and I was, I felt guilty. And I was like, oh, no. And I told my mom. Oh, that's so cute. And she was amazing. I went to her in tears. and I was like, mom, I've done this bad thing. Oh. And she was like, oh, honey, that's fine. Everybody does that. And then she's like, asked me a couple of questions. She like had a like really non-shamey, really open conversation with me. And she's like, it's fine. I was like, oh, right. Okay. And she's like, we don't have to talk about it either. <laughs> this is something just for you, you know? Yeah. And it's interesting because Teddy... <laughs> Oh, gosh. Teddy loves to have a little, like, you know, like, boys. Yes. I don't know. It, it starts young. I don't want to say boys because, you know, not not all boys and blah, blah, blah. Teddy loves to have a copper feel yeah. and tell us about it. Wait, copper feel of himself? Himself. Just be clear on that. Sorry. Loves to feel up his own junk yep. and will love to tell us about it. Yeah. And what I've decided to do, I don't tell him to stop it or don't do it. I've said that's something you do on your own in your own time. You can go to your room if you want to keep doing that. Yeah. You can totally do that in your room, but not out here with me and Isla. And yeah. definitely not at school. Please don't do it at school. <laughs> Oh gosh. So like it's like not shaming it as an activity. Yeah. But like obviously keep it no, in private. I think the shame thing is very important. So what was the shame for you? What did you think was bad about it? That God was watching me. Wow. It's that all eyes watching oh everything you and, do. And thing. what was he thinking? Bad girl. Don't, yeah. Like it's so basic, but it's wow. it's a sin. You know, like it's so stupid. It's so funny. And why to, was it a sin? Well, you don't get taught why. Oh right. You, know? you don't this get any the, wise. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you save that for your man. Ugh, gross. Gross. Yeah. I don't know. I guess the act of self pleasure is self indulgent. Sure. In those eyes. I don't know. It's, well, they can't have women all like, yeah, or like sex is great. I want to be pleasured running around all powerful because then they won't stay home and make babies. Exactly. Babies that go into the church that proselytize. Hey, look, I don't want to shit on religion. Okay, you know, yeah. My dad is very Catholic. My mum's an atheist. Yeah. And what I find really interesting growing up is my mum's very cool. Yeah, about she's this very stuff. cool. Super cool, super approachable, but she was married to someone whose family were devout Catholics. Yeah. So she played the very respectful role of that. And, you know, I went to Catholic school and did Sunday school and all that kind of stuff and was happy to be a bystander in my journey of that. Uh -huh. But actually looking back, I wish that I had a more balanced view. Yeah. It wasn't that she was withholding anything from me. I guess the opportunity didn't come where I asked questions. So she yeah. had an opportunity to tell me. It was really interesting because mum's always been open to me about homosexuality from a very young age like I remember one of her best friends was a lesbian and she and her partner would come and stay with us in our house and mum was like oh like women are allowed to love each other too just as yeah. men are and so I learned about that but yet I, I don't know I feel I feel confused because mm. I was brought up with a very open mum yeah but then I went to Sunday school and learned all these things out oh, of her control that at Sunday deeply <laughs> impacted my relationship with sex yeah interesting yeah so where are you now with it well I think I mentioned on, on the podcast very recently that I don't like vibrators I'm yeah. a bullet girl yeah thank you to the DLs who slid in to say you favor yes using and a I'm sorry too. if I shamed anyone no, about no, 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 no. the <laughs> big leagues quote unquote <laughs> you do you you do whatever feels good do you know what I like being a cheap date yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah. I like that it doesn't take much. Yeah, yeah. That I'm like a 12 year old boy who's like, ah, you know, <laughs> I'm 
okay with that. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah, pros to that. There's a lot of sensitivity still there, and I don't, I don't hate it. I'm not gonna lie. I'd hate to have to work really hard mm. for it, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or like elevate what you watch and what toys you introduce to kind of get off yeah see my experience that's mental yeah right so probably you're more mentally free than you think okay that's interesting because it's uh, when you get in your head that's no i get in my head oh right i definitely get in my head when you're having sex yes yeah and then it takes longer right yes yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's not as pleasurable yeah yeah it's when you feel free uninhibited comfortable sexy open all those things that's when it's good the best yeah and that's when you don't even have to think about you're not even trying it's just sort of an experience yeah yeah it's when you get in your head that you're like oh god and then it's like work (laughs) yeah so back to vibrators being sold in very accessible retail stores like cotton on it's interesting if you read the comments on their Instagram. So first of all, they're not available in store. They're yeah. available online. But if you read the comments, and I have to take my hat off to Cotton On for holding their ground because they haven't yet, please don't Cotton On, but haven't removed vibrators from their repertoire no. of what they sell. But have you read the comments? Yeah. It's like shame. shit, like, it's full of shame. It's like, this is a disgrace. This is amoral. Amoral. I came here for pajamas. <laughs> then get your pajamas. No one's forcing you to buy the vibrate. It's not free gift with purchase. <laughs> you actually have to buy it. How good would it be if it was, That'd though? be great. Yeah. Be fabulous. So what is the fear? Is that, what, 15-year-old girls are going to get them? Oh, no. What would we do? <laughs> Guys. 15-year-olds are doing it with or without vibrators. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's weird, isn't it? So I guess... I I, I guess what I'm really interested in, because a lot of the comments, if you deep dive, they're actually from people our age yeah, right. who have young children who are fretting oh fretting is, about what yeah, but i guess break I, it down for me help me no i don't know Rex, yeah, because right, i'm okay. not them but i'm fascinated yeah. about you know we're in this sort of woke world now where we have access to all this information and as you said influencers that you can choose to follow who yeah. are going to create the echo chamber that you want to be in why are there still women our age who are a bit cringy, a bit like, mm, a bit you know like, what? I don't know how I feel about that. My I, daughter's seeing that. You know what? We're not worried about the boys having a wank in the shower every day. In fact, we accept that as just part of teenage boy life. Mm. This is misogyny. It is. Like, why can't a teenage girl get herself off? She'll sleep better. It's sexual health. It's mental health. She'll be calmer. She knows her body. When she does come to time to having sex, it's not going to make her have sex quicker. It's not. I feel like that's the fear, right? It's oh like my, you yeah. open up their you sexual tell them about world. It and then they'll just run around doing it all day. No. no. I, I promise you guys, if you put a lid on that shit and they're less educated and less unaware. And less informed. Yeah. That's when it actually can be quite dangerous. I, yeah. I totally think it's the opposite. I think the more informed and empowered our girls are, the better choices they're going to make. The more you take things away from them, the more they're seeking experience. Mm. We never have a problem with just openly acknowledging as a society that teenage boys are just constantly wanking. Yeah. So I think this is absolute bullshit and we're scared of our girls, what, being as powerful as our boys? I think that's the problem. So, okay, but then here's the question. Would you buy Rafa a vibrator if she asked you at 14? Oh, that's a really good question. Um... 
it would certainly open up some conversation first. Like yeah. if she just hit me with that and we'd never had a discussion about self-pleasure or yeah. vibrators, I'd want to sit and talk about it. But no, I don't think I would have a problem with it. Yeah, I don't think would I you? would. Would no. you? I don't think you, I know you wouldn't. I don't but... think, well, I don't think I would. And I don't think her dad would either. Like I think 14 feels young though, doesn't it? Well, but if she's going analog, yeah. <laughs> what's the difference? Yeah. You know, she just needs another PowerPoint outlet in her bedroom. Do you know? Like, like honestly, if we're being really real about it, what is the actual problem? There is no problem. And except that, you know, who's not buying $200 vibrators is teenage boys. Again, no. it's capitalism coming in to like you know monetize female pleasure yeah and female pleasure toys are prohibitively expensive they can be but i'm curious what is the price point of, of cotton, cotton, cotton yeah, yeah let's have a look. can we have a little look because yeah. i want to see if it's more accessible yeah because that would be amazing to sort of democratize yeah because once again it's feeling like pink tax yeah yeah but women are sh- paying a premium so is the f- let's try and get into the fear because people obviously have fears and they so they're calling it immoral or shamey or whatever what's the saying f- it's a disgrace I'm- one person said like what is so disgraceful about a woman pleasuring herself absolutely nothing and psd a lot of the comments are from women not men yeah women it's again another echo chain here we go all right so they are called smile makers love Cute. it um, i love that branding 74.95 oh that's that is steep it's steep still but it's oh gem look you can do 750 a week oh, after pay i hate after pay no that's fine um, hang on hang on um, hang on why 74.95 is a lot cheaper than if you went to love honey or adultshop.com or any of those like grown-up shops i still think that's expensive it is still expensive i look forward to a time when vibrators are in around the 35 dollar mark yeah god this one looks tricky how do we even use that <laughs> what the fuck yeah what the wait let me see oh, that one looks a bit more classic uh we'll put a link in the show notes yeah. <laughs> support cotton on their vibrators your mum always has the had the philosophy if a teenager wants to have sex they're gonna do it you cannot control that the only thing you control is the safe environment in which they're gonna explore that's exactly right and i've got to take my hat off to my mum because now that i've got kids i'm like wow you know i'd love to get my mum on the podcast she won't come on because she's too fucking (laughs) self-conscious but ever since i was 13 years old my mum has always let boys stay over yeah and it's never been an issue and you didn't rush to have sex did you no you weren't like oh i've got a boy staying over better quickly jump on that you took your time you're one of the last ones well i think my mum's philosophy as well is that it's important for females to have male friends yeah you know rather than treating them like boys can't stay over because you might have sex with them you <laughs> might actually fall over and have sex with them <laughs> <laughs> but that's adding to the narrative that boys exist as sex toys yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or things to be desired yeah why can't they just be friends and companions totally. in life and my mum was very chill about that she never genderized like yeah. my relationships as they're a boy, they're a girl. They were just all my friends. How good. Goals. Total goals. And her other philosophy was, well, if you're going to have sex, because teenagers do that, I would rather you have sex under the roof of my house where I know where you are rather than in a random park or, or cemetery a or a car somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. The options are endless. And that's what teenagers do when they're not allowed to. They sneak out and find a way to do it anyway. So I was on a date who <laughs> <laughs> had a young teenager boy and he was telling me he had to have the chat with him about condoms and the chat was you've got to use a condom and if you don't call me just text me whatever's best for you I'll put money in your account I'll fucking drive them to you but use a con like that's the chat smart smart that's so much better than like don't have sex oh my god don't do it you know like don't impregnate don't have sex don't like inform them and arm them with safe 
choices yes. rather than making it this tantalizing exotic forbidden fruit. forbidden thing that they yeah. like then oh that's what they'll obsess about maybe yeah no i agree and i think it's important as a parent as well to offer that unconditional support yeah. in those scenarios my mum was very good at that she was like i don't care if you call me at 2 a.m yeah and wake me up if you're in trouble or you need help yeah i've shared the story before how i got alcohol poisoning in a boy's dorm room yeah. at a university of course my mum was the first person I called and yeah. she came and collected me but because we had that open dialogue yeah. I felt confident and comfortable to lean on her when yeah. I needed her and I think if you take something away or make something shameful then you actually lose the conversation with your kids they don't want to talk to you about it anymore Yeah, I know that a lot of our friends growing up loved staying at my house yep, me. <laughs> hands up over here yeah yeah, I wasn't allowed to have boys stay over until like my like long-term high school boyfriend, but then I was allowed. Yeah, but like year eleven. But yeah, I used to come stay at your house. All our friends did. <laughs> Remember the room in the cupboard? It was called the love shack. I mean, look, it's not like we weren't experimenting, but it wasn't gonna be any different. We just had a safe place to do it. Exactly. Your mom's gonna be so shitty that we've outed her yet again. <laughs> so do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? Friday, it's my birthday. What you don't have time for it? No, no. Hear me out. Okay. It's my birthday on Friday. Correct. I'm turning 37. Yep. Every year of my life, of my adult life particularly, I've done what I think we all, most of us do, which is like, oh, no, no big deal. We don't need to do anything. It's fine. But it's bullshit, right? Like, you do want to do something. And just saying that is usually a bit of a, like, someone else, do it for me. You Like, spoil me. Show, prove your love to me. Well, we know your love language is gifts. Gifts is high on my love language. I will say, Revs, before you go any further, and I do want to hear this in detail. <laughs> yes, but. This is definitely down to personality. Your personality 100%. is, I want to be celebrated. Yes. I want to celebrate. Yes. I want, you know. Yeah. So, whereas I'm on the counter side of well this. i've got theories about your birthday but no, we'll get to that i'm a contradiction yeah. i'll agree and yeah. we'll get to that yeah but your birthday yes and this is a personality thing yes but straight up it doesn't need to be a party or a week-long thing or a month-long thing or presents it's not that right yeah. it's just that i have found in adult life particularly as a mum but just adult life in general, that I always feel flat on my birthday because, I don't know, you stock take your life. Where are you at in your life? What's going on for you? And I don't know if anyone can quite ever make the appropriate amount of fuss that you feel like, oh, that's so nice. I'm so loved. Do you know what I mean? It's always like a little bit of a, I don't know, unless you take charge of it. Right. Now, if you don't have someone in your life, and a lot of us have the shitty husbands, right, who've just kind of never did anything. Uh, my um, ex was not, like, gifts was so off his love languages <laughs> that it wasn't even on the list. You know what I mean? He's just, we we're so different in that way. But I love to make fuss of other people on their birthdays. My kids, my partner, like, sister, whatever, friends. I love to go all in on other birthdays. But my own birthday, I do want it, but I do that fake, like, no, no, I don't want anything. And I'm left feeling flat. Yes. Because I'm in this funny season of my life, I've decided to take charge of my birthday. It's the best way to do things. And schedule the shit out of it so that I literally have not a moment alone. (laughs) And it's high vibes. Right. That's what you have to take. I learned to take charge with my husband forever ago on the gifting front I've accepted gifts aren't his love language either and instead of just being angry at him yes I've taken charge yes I'm like here's the link here's exactly what I want you sort it out and I used to be like it's a bit sad about you and your links but now I'm like no I fucking get it no take charge own it own the day get what you want yes so everything is scheduled within an inch of its life yes I am part of this schedule yes you are thank you (laughs) So I've got my kids. 
So I'm staying at my mum's house the night before. So beautiful. I wake up with my mum and beautiful. my kids. Beautiful, beautiful. They will spoil me. Yep. Then the kids are getting shipped off in the afternoon yep. to my stepmom and my dad. Girls lunch. Yes, girls lunch. I've bought a new dress. Great. I've got a cake. A cake? I've got a cake. Fuck yeah, you do. A silly, stupid cake. Brilliant. We're going to have margaritas. There's going to be Mexican food. Cheeky tiki. And then that night I've got a family dinner. The next day, I've, it rolls into the next day, I've got a lunch with my sister, cousin and my mum. Beautiful. So I've got the whole... Oh, you're getting double whammy of your mum. Double whammy. So what I've about got... your dad and yeah, his partner? The night off. Wait, after the girls lunch? Yeah. Oh, wow. You really have scheduled this. I told you, I'm not fucking life. around. It's this so day good. is scheduled within an inch of its life. There will not be one moment. I don't even think I'm going to pee. I don't want one moment on my own where I could cry. This is like birthday palooza. It's, birthday it's amazing. Palooza. Now, I'm worried about the come down. I'm worried about your liver. Because <laughs> your totally. mum will ha- probably have champagne yes. for you in the morning. Champagne then you've got breakfast. the girls' lunch. Then you've got dinner with your dad. And yep. then you've got breakfast with... I mean, girlfriend, <laughs> you're going to have to pace yourself. I am going to have to pace myself. But look, I-, I mean to bring this up, not just about birthday but just as a bit of a like extending it to this time of our life where if you know something is going to be tricky or tender or you're worried about it like instead of just doing that very female thing of like it'll be fine it'll be fine and then it fucking crashing down on you just trying to take a little bit more charge parenting yourself a little bit I find best friending yourself this is fascinating to me Rebs because the fact that birthdays have always been tricky to you is interesting to me because Mm. it's just not for me yeah you know when I think of tender times and dates and I'm not saying this to minimize because I understand now when you said I take stock on my life but you know I forecast tricky things being like anniversary of someone passing or or things like that but I think that I have taught myself to not care about my birthday begrudgingly because of the time of year yes. that it is. So for context, DLs, so my birthday is a great time in terms of it's the middle of the year. There's nothing really else going on. No. It's winter. That The only shitty thing is it's winter and some people don't feel like going out. But everyone's always rallied for me. I've never been alone on my birthday. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, it's, and it's, the, and I feel sad to hear you feel flat on your birthdays because I've been there for so no, many no, of no. them. And I feel like it's, we make a fuss of no, you. No, no, no. No, it's not that. It's not. Okay. I think people will relate to this. Your okay. birthday is really unique, and we'll get to that in a sec because I've got a theory. But I think there is a thing, the birthday blues. Like, it's right. a thing. Okay. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it can almost never be what you need it to be Yeah. for you to feel. Like, the and best- maybe that's why I, my expectations are through the toilet. Yeah. So that if, like, even this year, I'm already anticipating it being a nothing year. So I'm like, oh, well. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing about Jem's birthday is it's the 19th of December. It's six days before Christmas. But also add to that, DLs, we have four other girlfriends in our girlfriend group with birthdays within the month. Yeah. So it is like birthday palooza. We either bundle them all in together and celebrate in one go. Yep. Last year it was so shit because we kind of had a combined birthday celebration, but then people had COVID and there was lockdown. Oh, it was and so average. It was a real fizzer. Yeah. And Gems like classically always had a, you know, it gets rolled into Christmas. So everyone's broke. Everyone's got events on. There's fucking daycare Christmas concert. There's family events. Like there's just no time for people's birthdays. Yeah. The good mum is the 14th of January. She's the last one. So you're kind of the first one. We've got three in between them. We've got end with the good mum and 14th of January and by then everyone's just fucking exhausted sometimes we rally again yeah yeah we birthday. try to we yeah, try definitely. to but it's there's still a hangover but also the good mum's very I don't need fuss about me yes yes she is yes but is she really is what I want to know no, I think she is okay all right well. which yeah no she I think she genuinely is no fuss which is why I almost want to make a fuss yes because she doesn't fuss so yeah, I, yeah. the best birthday I've ever had I don't know if you remember it I was pregnant 
Yeah. And it was you, me, the good mum and producer Liv. Yeah. And we went for Yumcha and we went shopping. It was and the it best. And it was the best. It was yeah. so chill. Look, I've got a story that was eye-opening for me. As someone who's just a December baby who has written off their birthday. Yeah. And I honestly, I think a big contributor to me finding my birthday in absolute physic goes back to my dad. Love you, dad. But there were times where he would just straight up forget my birthday. It's his personality, but it's all good. But I have a fellow December birthday friend. Her birthday is on Boxing Day. Boxing Day is a real... It's Well, yes, right? Yeah. In my opinion, I'm like, oh, yeah, you've got a shit birthday too. And she was like, I fucking love my birthday. In fact, I'm throwing a massive party on Boxing Day. Are you free? Do you want to come around? Great. And I was like, you know what? We don't have anything on on Boxing Day. Most people don't. Most people just lie on the couch. Eating turkey stuffing. Exactly. I went to her party and I was a bit like, this is random. Going to a birthday party on Boxing Day. And she threw a big fuck off and die birthday party for herself. Great. Like you. Love it. Full ownership. Yeah. Like, I'm going to celebrate me. She even had... (laughs) Do you remember at my wedding, like stick on diamantes? Oh my gosh. She yeah. wanted to theme it a bit yes. like a festival vibe. A, a big deal birthday or just a random birthday? A random birthday. Yeah, I love it. Wasn't a 30th and a point. And it was, I'll, I'll be honest, and this is me jumping on your train. It was eye opening because I was like, any excuse to celebrate. Yes. Life should be a celebration. Yes. And this was her birthday just passed in December. So this is rolling out of two years yeah. of COVID. And we were all gagging for yes. it. Yes. So I took from that experience, wow, look at her owning this day of her year in a very awkward month and rolling with it unapologetically. And that's the key. You know how you talked about own the organizing yourself a birthday cake or, you know, rallying people and filling your days. I think it's really important to do that. Yeah. And maybe I should take a leaf out of... I think we should go big on your birthday this no, year. Not this year. Why? I don't know. I just... In my head, my 40th is going to be epic. We talked about the 40th... Take your own advice. Listen to what... Rewind and listen to what you just said. Okay, but the practical Polly in me acknowledges that I'm flying to the UK like the next day. My mum, my stepdad, my brother, my sister-in-law, none of them are going to be here for my birthday because they are flying ahead. Okay, I'm taking charge of this. No. Yes. Yeah, th- like, but genuinely, and I'm not doing that. No, 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 well, no. this is the thing. This is, what, this in... is actually what I wanted to get to. Okay. It's the no, no, no thing that we do. It's not just birthdays. We do that, right? Like, yeah. oh, I'm not, in, I, no, Valentine's Day is not important to me. And it might not be, but there's so many times throughout the year that we as women, wives, mothers, friends, all those things go, no, 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 don't worry about it. No, 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 I'm not important. No, yeah. no, no, don't celebrate me. No, 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 don't make a big fuss. I don't need anything, all that kind of stuff. We do that so much. Mm. And I think you're right, coming out of these two years of like, fuck. Any excuse. Any excuse. And also there's so many obligatory shit things we have to do oh, throughout yeah. the year. Do you know what I mean? Tell me tell me some of yours because mine are all kindy related. Fucking everything to do with <laughs> school and kindy. Vaccinations, dental appointments, yeah. fucking like, good on you if you have a great mother-in-law but your mother-in-law's fucking birthday. And then a Mother's Day running around to all the mother figures <laughs> in your life and like you don't get any actual Mother's yeah, Day yourself. Yeah, we did yourself. talk about this and you that's know, very like, true. How often do we just fucking shelve ourselves and kind of we're expected to to because what it's like showy or self-important or indulgent mm. to be like 
I want to have a fun day. Yeah. You know? So I think it's like you said before about reframing, and this is your new thing this year, is like getting a reframe on a situation. Yeah. I am reframing this. I'm not saying I've never had a great birthday. I always have a lovely birthday, but the birthday blues is a thing. Yeah. And just because of where I'm at in my life right now, I'm taking charge. Good. And I'm bringing everyone along for the ride. We are on fucking board, ready to party. (laughs) Tell me about the dress you got. I got the most banging dress. I'm interested in this. Let me show you a photo. Yeah, show me. silly like just even all the face i'm pulling in this selfie because i was so feeling myself oh not what i was expecting (laughs) like summer vibes well it's got long sleeves yeah but it's yeah it's short yeah it's a but it's that chartreuse color that needs a tan summer it needs a tan i'm into it isn't it fun i love it it's super fun it's dopamine the whole day is about dopamine great all in with dopamine my fear is i'm gonna rock up like almost manic <laughs> and everyone's gonna have come from like their childcare drop off and like have organized these few hours in the afternoon and they're gonna be like all right we're all tired mom's here well i'm glad i looked at your dress memo because i was gonna come in jeans and a jumper but you can oh but you want us to match your level no no one has to match me i'm just gonna put myself on a vibe yeah and i just want to be no. around you all. no 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 no. you gotta give us the dress code because no one wants to show up to an event feeling underdressed okay well, that's a shit feeling i hope everyone's listening to this episode today yeah, yeah guys get your cutouts out <laughs> <laughs> Not that any of us have it, but Revs is going high vibes, chartreuse. High vibes. There's no cutouts, but there's kind of a cutout. Cut, I've called that a peephole. It's a peep. When does a pee cut out not a people? Kind of, I don't know. Well, when does a pee uh, That's a very out? unexpected dress, but I think How good you is it? go, girl. Why yeah. not? Where's yeah. that one from? Beckenbridge. Again, surprising. It's my not spawn. See, I, we're jumping. Oh, God, we're jumping it. Are we there I, yet? I, I can't be when you're not <laughs> We're just Speaking of manic. <laughs> I'm genuinely surprised that's Beckenbridge. Sorry to go back to this. This is awful, and I hope the brand doesn't shit on me for this, and I don't mean for it to come across this way, but... For some reason, Beckenbridge for me, a bit like Shona Joy, is what I associate as being like bridesmaid dresses. Yeah, well, they do beautiful bridesmaids. Okay, dresses. so they do, right? Wait, I haven't got the wall for the producer Liv's wedding was Beckenbridge. Were they Beckenbridge? They were Beckenbridge dresses. Okay, this is where. I've, so that's why when you showed me that, I was like, that's Beckenbridge. Like, if you said that was age, yeah, yeah, yeah. for example, I'd be like, yeah, or to- a posse or something. Yeah, yeah. totally their yeah. vibe. But good on them. Very cool. Can we just go into not spawn? Okay, sorry, not spawn. You go for it, girl. I'm hit you with my not spawn. Hit me with Beck it. Beck and Bridge. Yeah, they have the best. I mean, look. Can I Google while we talk? Google. So, like you, I often think of them as like silk slip dresses. I'm seeing a lot of cutouts. Look, there are cutouts, but look, you can't swing a dick without seeing a cutout in any dress shop these days. So they've got really cool tops, good bottoms. Like even though they look like very silky, grazy dresses, they're actually yeah, there's a lot of there's silk. a lot of structure to the silk. It's cut on the bias. It's quite. <laughs> I don't know how you... Sorry to interrupt. I'm just... DLs, I'm looking on the website and I've landed on the dress that Rebs has bought. And this is what I marvel at about you is that you can see the potential in that. Yeah. Because the model that they've chosen for this She's photo, wafy. She's... Wa- no, well, no, it's not the wafiness, but she doesn't look excited about life. No, she doesn't. And therefore the dress doesn't necessarily sing on her. And I love that you've gone, she looks bored as batshit, but you know what? Love this frog. I love the shape. Yeah. That wide neckline, I mean, that long sleeve. Love it. Rocket girl. Love it. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of Beckenbridge. They're obviously an Aussie brand. And I don't know. I really like the direction they're going. If you need a special outfit, 
or like a work outfit. The, the cutouts. I know, the cutouts. Look, there's cutouts. I mean, we all know how I feel about cutouts. But if you're prepared to sift, which I always am, I'm just like a big fan of that brand. Anyway, fucking love the dress. I'm so excited. I'm very into the colour. It's right. Yeah. Chartreuse. Yeah. My yeah. mum's favourite colour. To think like two years ago I was wearing like neutrals. And now hey. it's dopamine. Look nothing wrong with a bit of neutral. No, there's nothing wrong with neutral. It's neutrals. very elegant. But as you've brought to the potty before, it's time for dopamine. Yes. Dopamine dressing, I'm all about it and I'm all about that dress and I look forward to seeing you in it. Hit me with your not spawn. My not spawn is homewares. Now I feel really boring. No, everyone loves homewares. <laughs> very neutral, but no, beautiful we quality. We like homewares. Okay. We can look, have both. Why can't we have both? Absolutely. Two things can be true. Mm -hmm. We can love chartreuse, (laughs) dopamine dressing, but we can also love beautiful, elegant, refined, designed homeware products. Yes, we can. So it's called Ink Spiller Home. Yep. I bought a whole bunch of Ink Spiller Home products without realizing that it was a hatchery student's business. Oh, yay! Yes. Yes! What do we call a hatchery graduate? A hatchling. A hatchling! Yes. When do they become like a goose? <laughs> a goose with the golden egg. They'll always say a hatchling in my heart. But yes, I want them to progress to goose with lots and lots of golden eggs. But anyway, this hatchling launched her business in the course and I didn't realize but had her products stocked in a store around Amazing. the corner from my house and I bought her cushions, her table linens. Oh. And then when she shared her website and I looked through it, I was like, hold up. Oh my God, I actually own and bought her products. So Amazing. genuine fan. This isn't a plug. Yeah, proper not spawn. Proper not spawn. And I've, oh, I'm opening. I've got some new products. Oh, beautiful. But look at these tea towels. Divine. The design is so beautiful. This is my favorite. Revs, you'll recognize this. Gorgeous. So I have this in a cushion that I bought yeah. in a shop. Stunning. And now I've got it in a tea towel. I've also got the table in. Her stuff is just beautifully curated it's very elegant sophisticated but fun and fun fun. she's got this pink polka dot tablecloth that i think i need to add to cart yeah great i'm in love with it and i want to host dinner parties talking about celebration i said to hubs i want to host more parties we used to do it all the time time. we used to host barbecues we've just fallen off the routine and the habit of it i think with lockdowns and people getting sick we've just stopped hosting Also, I think I'm embarrassed about our backyard at the moment. Oh, and no I've, one cares. I know, but I've built all this hype in my head about our pool party. Yeah, you know, no, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. Doesn't mean we have to wait and not see each other till then. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I need to pull my finger out of my ass and do some fun events. Yes. But now that I've got new tea towels from Ink Spiller, there's no excuse now. <laughs> exactly. That is enough gas bagging out of us. Happy Tuesday, dear. Happy DLs. Tuesday. We hope you're having a lovely week. We hope you're staying warm. We hope you're staying dry. I'm in Noosa where it's probably sunny. Oh, babe. Is it though? Have you just jinxed yourself? Oh, fuck. I've had many a rainy week in Noosa. Have you? It's tropical North Queensland. By the way, booked the restaurants you recommended. Good girl. Thank you very much. People are going to want to know what they are now. Bang Bang. Yep. Light Years. Yep. Ricky's. Ricky's. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Enjoy, babe. You deserve it. I will. I will, my darling. I shall. And have many a shame-free orgasm. You know what? (laughs) That I also shall. And uh, happy lead up to your birthday week. Thank you. But we'll be back in your ears, DLs, for Bestie Hotline on Revs' actual birthday. So we'll see you back in Friday. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao.